getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. 9.20, you are with SFM 104 to 107. So this is a story that is really uh, going to go down well if you have young kids. Because here's the question. If you have a child who is three, maybe four, maybe even five or six, can you take them to the theatre? What is theatre for a child of that age? On the line with us, we've got Jenny Resnick. She is the founder of the Magnet Theatre, the co-founder of the Magnet Theatre, and uh, they're always doing interesting work. And in this case, they're looking at how we enchant and delight young audiences. Jenny, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Brilliant to be back with you. It's brilliant to have you back. Jenny, Yes. if you have a three-year-old or even yes. a two-year-old, what kind of theatre are you going to give them? And how do you give them that theatre? <laughs> Um, okay, so this is a fabulous question. The Magnus Theatre has been asking that question for about the last seven years. We've been, we had a sort of creative focus of, of really filling the gap for theatre for children who are not in the school system yet. Um, and what, what we understand is that um, children over the age of seven um, are absolutely capable of following a narrative. But what is wonderfully liberating about theatre for under sevens is that you can really get into a world, into a kind of central space of materials. And it's kind of like a a performance art piece because um, you're not tied to narrative. Obviously, you're tied to a theme or to a a particular um, kind of particular kinds of textures. But it it really there's a huge amount of um, freedom that is available to artists creating work for the, the basically the two to six year olds having said that there are also certain kinds of restrictions around um the kind the, the levels of sounds and noises that you can make how dark you can make the stage because it becomes fearful how fast you can move sometimes um so there are there are lots of things that we've learned about what two to six year olds can tolerate in, in the theater space but basically it's a it's an it's an incredibly wonderful exploratory space for for little ones where they can focus on something outside of themselves. So they look at and that's how children learn really is through through watching and looking. So although we know set out in the theatre to teach, we are setting out to create that environment of looking and focus. And we we've created four beautiful little pieces, and we've had. Um, audiences, they're quite limited because of COVID, but we've had 30 young people between the ages of two and six in the audience, most of them their first ever time oh, in the theatre. And the, the level of focus and concentration for the 35 minutes of the performance of these little ones. Has Jeez, just been 35 minutes. Delight. That's yeah. long. Isn't that long? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you can, you know, 35 minutes is is kind of average for that age, but there's no feeling of boredom. So we could push it to 40. There's always some little participation with the children, although that's also been limited by COVID and and our restriction of not being able to pass objects around. But um, there's clapping, there's singing, there's stamping. (laughs) It's very enchanting. I would love to watch something like that. I think you should start putting out videos of that just to make people feel even better. Just yes, I mean, there's, there's such a, there's a wonderful piece that we made with five boys, and it's called Bounced, and it's basically about five boys playing with balls, but hidden in the piece is a, is a piece around masculinity and looking at what it means to be a boy and how one can yeah. be a boy and, and not be a bully, and, and <laughs> it, it's 
just and and people who've watched the piece have just come out and said, oh, it is the most delightful thing that they've seen in two years. <laughs> it just sounds like something we all want to watch and see. Jenny, <laughs> you uh, have mentioned COVID a few times. Obviously, there is a fourth wave coming, not even coming. We're hearing in Johannesburg, we're in it already, uh, yes. according to the experts. And we, we do need to constantly just be aware. You've already noted some of the things that you guys are doing to uh, align with that. Tell us a bit more. Yes, so, um, I mean, I think, you know, Michelle's been very, um, we have to plan in between the waves. So um, this is obviously theatre that can happen now. I'm not sure if we go fully into the wave, if we can um, uh, feel safe enough to bring, you know, 30 young children and their carers into the space. So my sense is that you kind of, theatre has to dodge the wave. All our our, um, trainees and all the performers are, are fully vaccinated. Um, the children, obviously, you know, the interesting things, they can't have um, alcohol sanitizer going into the space. So we sing a little song before and we, we do wet wipes or we do a non-alcoholic um, sanitizer. The, the actors are at least two and a half meters away from the children. Mm. And when they come off the space into helping the children out of the theater, they put on their masks. So there's all kinds of thinking that has to go around how to make it safe and, and comfortable for, for the little ones in, in, in this time. And obviously, you know, if, uh, if we do pass little blocks around that the actors don't touch them before the blocks are passed around, they get sanitized between the shows, wiped yeah. down with, with alcohol wipes. So it's, it's, it's really kind of thinking through very carefully the details, but, but also saying that it can only happen like this because we actually, you know, I think they're, they're sort of, there, there are no more than a hundred new cases a day in the in Cape Town. I think even mm. less. Yeah. So you know, we we feel you know we we the festival runs for another two days, and we feel safe about that. But I think you know, if it were to go further, we'd have to really rethink. I suppose. And I think what you say about filming and making them available in some kind of way online is. It's something I've resisted all along because I believe that live theatre is really about an encounter mm. with human beings and, and a community. And there's something very sad about a little person watching all alone yeah. <laughs> in, <laughs> on a screen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really, I hold on to this idea of community. But I, I think that it is something we are going to consider about um, filming them in a way that, that makes them available to you know, to families and and to communities outside of the theatre. In closing, I would just like to celebrate um, the the actors who are participating in this. I mean, they are part of your full-time training and job creation program. And it sounds like they truly are learning to be so much more than what we thought actors were in the past. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think the early years training module, I was just reading through some of their feedback. It's really about healing. So often they come... Into uh, it's an encounter with their own experiences of being a child, often not the, the happiest. And the, the, the act of performing for little ones is extraordinarily healing because the little ones reflect back on the actors their own brightness. So the, the brighter the performer, the, the, the little ones just glow back at them. So they then feel, the actors feel incredibly affirmed and feel you know, very positive about themselves. Also, because performing for little ones is not about acting, it's really about being. The, the little ones get very um, 
kind of confused if they sense that there's someone acting in front of them. (laughs) It's really about presence and about just being genuinely who you are. And, And so it's a huge learning curve and it's been a very affirming time, also considering that the challenges for these young people who live in really, really economically squeezed spaces are, are yeah. really huge. And, you know, the transport um, in, in, the, in, in Cape Town remains a huge problem. So to, to, to overcome those challenges of to literally getting to the theatre on time is, is huge. So, yes, I, I really appreciate you, Michelle, taking your hat off to them because I, I think that they, they do need to be celebrated because I, I think... For, for young people from township spaces to make theatre and continue to make theatre during this time is is, is really um, a, a very courageous thing to keep on doing. Let's keep celebrating them. That's Jenny Resnick. She's a theatre performer, director, a playwright and artistic director and the co-founder of the Magnet Theatre, working on theatre for children, creating theatre for three to six-year-olds. What a wonderful story, and certainly those young actors that are doing it as well, doing something very special for young people. It can only shift and change the world. It's 9.30, and uh, as you've been hearing on the show, we've got uh, our recording of Sporting Zorro once again.